This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Hey, good morning, everyone. We are continuing our series on the halachot of war. And one subject that's definitely on everyone's mind is the halachot of Pidyon Shivuim, freeing captives. What is the price? What are the ramifications? And what are the, uh, what are the different, uh, questions involved in generally in uh, redeeming captives and particularly in the case that we have before us that if we release captives that are dangerous is that part of this uh, this discussion in halacha so the Gemara in Masechet Bava Batra Davchet Amudbet says the following Pidyon Shevuim Mitzvah Rabahi redeeming Captives is a great mitzvah. Now it says in the Gemara in Masechet Megillah that we don't sell a Sefer Torah unless it's to learn Torah or to marry off uh, or to or to marry a lady. But it's not written Pidyon Shevuim, even though it's such a great mitzvah. Why shouldn't it also be enough of a validation to sell a Sefer Torah? Should we sell a Sefer Torah in order to redeem a captive? It's a good question. So Tosfot says, you're right. We should have also written Bidyon Shvuim, but it's so obvious that it's such a great mitzvah that it warrants selling a Sefer Torah, we didn't even have to speak it out. So for sure you're allowed to sell a Sefer Torah. So we see the importance of Bidyon Shvuim more than uh, it, it, it comes before a lot of other, uh, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of other tzedakot. It's written in the Shulchan Aruch in Yoredea Siman Resh Nun Bet that, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll read you the exact, uh, the the exact quote it's written in the Shulchan Aruch Siv Gimel Kol Rega Shemeacher Lepidyon Shevuim Hechad Efshar Leagdim Hayaveki Ilu Shofech Damim Any moment that you delay redeeming redeeming captives where it's possible to it's as if you are spilling blood because every moment they are in a case of sakana. So everything that could be done in order to save them is critical. Sivdalid, it says like this. Then we get into, are you allowed to? Now before I get to Sivdalid, let's learn a, a, another very important halacha. Brought down in the Mishnah in Masechet Gitin, Daf Mem Hey Amud Alif. It says like this. En podin et yoter ad we don't redeem captives more than what they're worth because of tikkun haolam. What does tikkun haolam mean? For the benefit of society. What does that mean? So the Gemara says, Does it mean because of duchka de tzibura? We're going to put them in a situation where it's going to be difficult for the tzibur that they're going to have to keep on shelling out money every single time and that's a that that's 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 going to bring them to poverty so a few people for poverty we shouldn't do so they shouldn't grab in the future more and then it's not fair to the people in the future so think about what is the, going to be the difference if a person has an own, his own personal funds. Rashi says if he has his own personal funds, so then he would be allowed. So the Gemara seems to say that there are two reasons applicable over here. And it seems that there, both reasons are valid. 
So from this Gemara, it would seem that you're not allowed to redeem captives for money more than what they're worth. Tosfot asks, Tosfot asks, that there's a Gemara in Masechet Gitin, a few pages later in Dafnun Chet, with a story of Rav Yoshua ben Hananya that went into a big uh, city in Rome, and they told him that there's a child who was in the jails over there. And this child is captured, is captured, beautiful, has, has locks. Why was that important? That's another, that's another discussion. But it seems to be that he had a lot of potential. And Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanan stood by the gate and he said, and he started with a pasuk, Mi natan le Yaakov And the child answered, Halo ze Hashem, Halo Hashem zuchatanulo. So the child like finished off the Pasuk. So you see this child was kind of like brilliant at the time. He was able to anticipate what Rav Yeshua ben Hananya said. And from that, from then we see, from there we see that that uh, that this child had potential. So Rav Yeshua didn't leave there until he had enough money to redeem this little boy. And it wasn't uh, too much later that this child became a great Morehora Abi Israel, and his name was Rav Yishmael ben Elisha. That's the story of the Gemara Gitin. So Tosfot asks, you see in this Gemara that he did redeem him for much more money than he was worth. It says, any money in the world will redeem him. So how does that jive with the Mishnah in Daf Memhe that says that you can't redeem a captive for more than what he's worth? So Tosfot answers two exceptions. And this is going to be the whole discussion whether the exceptions are le'alacha. The first exception is that whenever it's danger of Sakana Nefashot, like this child was in Sakana Nefashot, then for any money in the world you redeem. Second, when it's a person who has tremendous potential, then for sure you redeem as well. Each one of these answers in the Piskia Tosfot in the Basque, he brings the Alacha. So it seems to be we follow these things, Le Alacha. So when the Entebi operation, when the Antebi capture happened, Rav Ovadia Yosef wrote a teshuva about this, and it's printed in Yabi Omer, Chelek Yud, Choshen Mishpat, Siman Vav, and he brings from Tosfot's answer, it seems that in a case of Sakana and Nefashot, you'd be able to give much more money than what you're supposed to. And in the, in the case, in the Pan Am, when they, when they I don't know if it's Pan Am, I'm sorry, when Rabbi, Rabbi Yitzchak Hutner, Rabbi Raful, and uh, and uh, rabbits in uh, David, and uh, and were, were and, and Rabbi Yonatan David, Hashem should give him a long life. Were were captured and kidnapped. There was a big question how to ransom them, and they sent the question to Moshe Feinstein. Rabbi Hutner got hold of the fact that they that they were trying to ransom him for money, and he said, "Ask Rabbi Moshe Feinstein if it's allowed." No, he wasn't going to be willing to, to to have it allowed. And Moshe Feinstein said. Since Rav Hutner is uh, an amazing, great Talmud Chacham, it's similar to the Gemara Dafnun Chet, that we're allowed to ransom him for even more money than what he's worth. Than what he's worth. Rabbi Kamenetsky apparently argued. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky said, that's only if it's not a time of war. But in a time of war, even a Talmud Chacham for more than what he's worth, we don't redeem. And he understood that from 1948 till, you know, later on, uh, till, 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 uh, much, much later, it's all one big war. It's all one big war. So that's a fascinating machloket. But 
for sure, we're only talking about now regarding redeeming for money. We're not talking about redeeming for people, uh, for, for terrorists that will put other people's lives in danger. That's going to be a separate discussion. But for money, Tosfot brings both answers, although the Ramban doesn't seem to agree. But according to Tosfot's both answers, it would seem to be that you're allowed to redeem, uh, you're allowed to redeem captives if there's a case of Sakana, or if they are great people, and the Shulchan Aruch brings this down, as well as the fact that a captive is allowed to redeem himself. So that's part one. Part two, we'll see how this relates nowadays to our captives. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.